Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Holy conversations. Hello, citizens. This is Robin the Boy Wonder. You're listening to Scoop B Radio. Tell you Wilkers, that's great. <laughs> It's official if Barry Bonds said, yo, the best in the business, that's word of Scoop. You either tuning in or reading up word from Scoop. He give you the business, he show you the proof. If Scoop B said, you know it's the truth. Sports and entertainment, he give you the mix. Some of the biggest interviews, he give you the fix. On iTunes, the number one podcast, the joint and the journalist, the GOAT, so why ask? Watch out, watch out. What about it? If he naming them, ScoopD.com, do numbers like Chamberlain. Pin game is a gift, got the gift to gab. If he say it is gospel, it's as simple as that. Now pay attention and you can see the way it go. Enough of this talking. This is Scoop B Radio. You're listening to Scoop B Radio. Get on his Instagram now. At Follow Scoop him. B. At Scoop B. Follow him. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Scoop B Radio. I am Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Scoop B. Follow me on Instagram at Scoop underscore B. Snapchat, Scoop underscore B. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Search and subscribe to contact Scoop B. Scoop B Radio is the only place where you can find never release interviews from me, sports and entertainment journalist Brandon Scoop B. Robinson, make sure to also subscribe to Scoop B Radio on iTunes, the TuneIn app, Stitcher app, Google Play. We're everywhere. Scoop B Radio is produced by the one and only DJ Manny L. Scoop B Radio has been featured on Billboard, CBS, The Source, Bleacher Report, everywhere, ESPN. This episode of Scoop B Radio features Brevin Knight, former Cavalier, former Utah Jazz, former Charlotte Bobcat, former Washington Wizard. 
we talk about his days as a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland's kind of a topic right now with the NBA Finals here. And you know what? We're going to get into the interview. DJ Maniel, cue to tape in five, four, three, two, one. It's Squilly, y'all. Lay some treats on us. This is Scooby Radio. Cavs are in the finals. They're not looking good. But before all the LeBron, before all the Kyrie talk, I was fascinated with the 97, that's when you were drafted, the 97 through 99 Cavs team. They were a special team. You were coached by uh, Mike Fratello. Mm-hmm. You, you. You had Derek Anderson, Vitaly Potemkinko, Zadruna Silgalskis. What were those early days of the Cavs like? The early days were fun. Was a, a bunch of kids and Sean Kemp running around <laughs> on that floor. And, and Mike Fratello was he was the orchestrator of it all. He He made sure that. We played the game the right way. Defensively, we we were we were there, and on the offensive end, we got the ball to Sean as much as we could and, and ran. Uh, but it was I t- we tell everybody it was almost like college extended into the NBA because of the amount of young guys that we had on the team. You mentioned the young guys. Uh, you and I kind of go back, obviously, the New Jersey ties, East Orange. Essex County ties, and I remember when you were my coach at basketball camp and just seeing your rise. You went from Stanford to uh, the Cavaliers. That being said, I used to see you in the locker room uh, when the Nets were playing the Cavs, and y'all were just cool. Uh, you were young, you were cool. I mean, you talk about Derek Anderson, you talk about um, Zajunas Ilgowskis. Number one, what was Zajunas Ilgowskis like early in his career? Oh, Z, Z was the the third member. Fourth, it was almost like, so you got the people that really hung out with myself, Cedric Henderson, Zajunas mm-hmm. Ogowskis, and Vitaly Potapenko. So mm-hmm. now you think about that. You got two international players who, at that point, they were just really starting to speak the, the language well. And then you got two inner city kids, me, Star, Cedric Henderson from Memphis, Tennessee. And mm-hmm. somehow, some way, why the game of basketball is so special is that we had the common thread of basketball, but it also enabled us to become friends away from basketball um, because of the time that we spent together and, and to be around uh, people that are experiencing something for the first time together. It's cool to have, to have guys who are peers and also guys who have the same enthusiasm to learn as you did. And, and I think that's, that is what, made us special together and and why we all still today when we see each other have great conversations. So I read one time that um, Al Harrington helped uh, Samuel Dallenberg adjust to U.S. culture by listening to Biggie Smalls. (laughs) What did you guys do, I guess, at that time? Biggie was hot and there were other guys that were hot. What did you guys do bonding-wise to kind of get the Junas and Vitaly acclimated to your culture, the American culture, or even hip hop? We clubs. That's <laughs> 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 what we did. We we went out when it was. We got into a city. As long as there was something open, we were there, and we we did it almost every road trip. And I tell everybody for for young guys, it's a brand new experience to be able to have the finances to go out, mm-hmm. uh, but then also have the accessibility to go out 
And, and the combination of the two led to a very fun rookie season. And I think because of the going out, the hanging out, the dinners that we had together, uh, it, it enabled us to be a better basketball team, but it also enabled us to get to know people that you otherwise would not have known. And so for them to understand our culture more, but also not just understand that, we got a chance to understand where they came from and what it was like growing up uh, in their in their home countries. And so I think it was a great trade-off. What was Cleveland like early on? Uh, obviously, everybody is our Cavs fans because of LeBron and even Kyrie. I visited I visited Cleveland once. I stayed at the nine. Uh, I yeah. could see Jacob Phil and I could see Quick and Loans Arena at the time when you played Gund Arena while I was taking a shower. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I would imagine Cleveland was not always that cool. Cleveland to us was always that cool. And I get uh, ridiculed now because when we always talk about where are some of the coolest, where are some of the best places to go, I always say Cleveland. And yeah. a big reason for that is. Aside from the weather in the winter, which I tell a lot of guys, the only most times y'all go is only in the winter. But if you go in the spring and summer, it's one of the most beautiful places in the country with the lake and the temperatures. Because of the lake at that time, it's a, a beautiful place to be in. The fans are what make Cleveland great. If you play for a Cleveland professional team and you give it your all and you, you enjoy the city, they never forget their players. And, and that, to me... Uh, it's great, dude. I can still go back there. And so many people say, "Hey, bro, good to see you. We like when we play like that." That's we played for them, and they appreciated it. And I think that's what really makes Cleveland the city that it is. What was the arena like? What was Gund Arena? What was the feel of it early blue. when you were playing? It was blue. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was very blue. Uh, but it but it was enthusiastic because the arena had not been around for long before we got there. Uh, it was still a novelty. Uh, mm-hmm. People love to, to be able to come downtown and, and go to the arena and come to the games. And then to be able to go see Sean Kemp every night. And who, when and we first got there, was still on top of his game. And even during when the lockout happened, which I think really was the demise of our entire team, having the lockout the next season, he still came back and was a 2010 guy. And he just did mm-hmm. it in a different way. Uh, but I, but the, the building was electric. The fans. And I think because of the youth of the team, people were really able to get behind us. You talked about the infrastructure. I'm really fascinated by old arenas. Obviously, the Boston Garden is old. To the venue, it's been renovated. It's TD Bank North Garden now. Uh, my era, uh, the United Center, was yes. kind of the shift of when NBA arenas were more modern, more newer arenas like the Barclays Center are there. I mean, you said it was electric in the arena. Uh, what kind of people came? Uh, was it people that were maybe like artists that were on tour that you would see sitting courtside? What like what kind of people would you see going to Cavs games? When we went to Cavs games, it was just the blue-collar, hard-working people of the city of Cleveland. And, and I think we mirrored what the city was. And I think they appreciated that effort that we put forth every night. And we were a defensive team. We were going to get after you. We were going to trap, rotate, and everybody would be in. And so I think that mentality uh, – of how we played the game and the people that came to the game were in line with each other. Very similar to doing my job now with the Memphis Grizzlies, the team is in line with the city. And when that can happen, then you get fans that come no matter who you're playing. What do you – or how did you feel when the Cavaliers won their first championship last year? I felt like it, it, they, it, it was 
a win for all of us that had come through the organization, especially those of us who still consider ourselves to be Cavaliers. I mean, some people, you go and you leave a place and that's it. You, <clears throat> you really have no feelings toward it. But uh, for those of us who still have a, a, an affection for the city, uh, for those fans and the organization itself, uh, it felt really good to, to see them be able to win, win a championship and do it in the fashion that they did it just made it more exciting. We were talking a little bit about uniforms. You don't know which uniforms were what when we were there. Before we talked, <laughs> we, we learned that Mark Price wore, and, and, and Craig Elo and Steve Kerr and those guys wore a different set of uniforms um, <clears throat> than the ones that you guys wore at 97.99, just for people listening. The Cavaliers jerseys that Mark Price and them wore, it was white writing with blue trim, or excuse me, with gold trim. When you played, it was white writing with gold trim. Um, uniforms. The Cavs have the coolest uniforms in the NBA besides the Golden State Warriors. Would you agree? I love them. Some people said that they were, no, I said they were fashion forward. People may not have been ready for them at that time, but I, we, we, we enjoyed it. If you could pick your three favorite Cavs jerseys from past and present, which would they be? Uh, well, first I'm going to go with, with our dinosaur-looking jerseys, with our blue and white ones. They, 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 they were, like I said, they were different, but, mm-hmm. but, but I, I, I enjoy them. I, I love the, the wine and gold. I think okay. that the wine and gold, watching it when Austin Carr wore it when he was there playing and to see them bring it, come, bring it back, I thought it was the right time for it and, and, it, and it's a great fit. Uh, between those two, uh, I think those two sit very well with me, and I think they can continue with where they are right now, and they'll be absolutely fine. What did, have, what did the Cavs have to do to right the ship? I mean, he was performing from Kyrie Irving. I mean, at, at the end of the day, uh, the deck is stacked against them with the addition of Kevin Durant. And when you have a team that individually is more talented than you but plays as a unit, you have to play extraordinary basketball to be able to beat them. And Cleveland did not do it the first two games. Now, this happened last year. Also, the difference is you're talking about Kevin Durant over Harrison Barnes. And there's no Mm -hmm. disrespect to Harrison Barnes, but Kevin Durant is a better player on both ends of the floor. And and right, and he is showing it. So Cleveland will have to slow the game down, have to make it be a more physical basketball game. They can't allow uh, Golden State to just pass the ball where they want to, let guys run where they want to. Uh, they got to make a, a more physical game to give themselves a chance. The last time I, I asked somebody a shoulda, coulda, woulda question and went viral, shout out to Kenny Smith, the Chicago Bulls, and the Houston Rockets. That being said, if you could look into a crystal ball and the Cavs of, with your with you, Derek Anderson, Cedric Henderson, Wesley Person, Sean Kemp, Vitaly Potampico, and Zajunas Ogaskis had all stayed together, where would you have been? I think we would have been – we would have put ourselves in a great position to contend for a championship. Uh, and, and I say that because Fratello had us playing on the defensive side, and we had an offensive go-to guy inside with a shooter and Wesley Person out on the floor, a dynamic player, and Bob Sur and Derek Anderson. And then we had guys like myself, Cedric Henderson. Z was coming into his own as a center who shot it from deep but also could play inside. I thought our versatility – would have given us an opportunity to really be something to mess with as the, the years went along. Like I said, the lockout, some uh, management issues didn't allow it to go that way. But I, I thought we had an opportunity to be a team that 
could contend in the East every year and then ultimately win the Eastern Conference Finals and then move on to the big show. Many people know, particularly my baby sister's age, she's 20, and uh, she knows that Dan Gilbert is the owner of the, of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I had to tell her that before Dan Gilbert, there was Gordon Gunt. What right. was he like? There's like a mystery behind him. What was Gordon Gunn like? Quiet, reserved guy who, who loved the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, but due to his, due to the, the blindness, and you give him all the credit in the world that despite that, he still was able to run a great organization and, and get guys going the right way. Uh, I think he just stayed out of the limelight. He allowed the players to be the show. He allowed his general manager and coaches and guys, people that worked in the front office to do their jobs. Uh, but but he was a guy who was passionate about the team and passionate about winning, to do whatever it took to win. It's the reason why they paid the $90 million to get Sean Kemp at that time uh, was was a lot of money. Guys were not making that type of money at that time. And he, he made the decision to go down that road because he wanted to give this team the best chance to win. And he thought that would, would be it. And so he, he was a – I thank him greatly because if not for him uh, and everyone in that front office, uh, I don't know where I would have started. What was his personality like? Uh, he, he was cool. I mean, he, he was – as I said, he, he never imposed himself on us. Okay. Uh, but he was always available. Gotcha. Uh, and, and so we he would – Watch the game. We'll listen to the games from up top. And then when games were over, we would see him. You would say hello to him. But uh, I thought he, he I thought he did a good job. He was present when he needed to, and but was always there if you had an issue. So he wasn't a comedian. He was just straightforward. No, straightforward. He was not He was not a comedian at all. You're listening to Scoop B Radio. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thanks for listening to Scoop B Radio. And a programming note, make sure you guys check out Scoop's Top Plays. Follow my Instagram at scoop underscore B. Also, check out my Facebook like page. Search facebook.com slash scoop B. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.